Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Gold diggers, perverts, weaves, don't go anywhere. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody, what's up, AfterBuzzers and blind daters? <laughs> Welcome. I am your host, Regina Coles, and this is the Blind Date After Show on AfterBuzz TV. And we are covering today, of course, it's season one, and we are covering episodes five, six, seven, and eight. Yes, we got a lot of good, juicy stuff to cover, so you want to stick and stay, that's for sure. So... Let's get right down into the nitty gritty of these, um, the first um, episode, episode five. So first of all, my initial thoughts for um, episodes five, six, seven, and eight is, man, it's hard out there. Dating is definitely hard. It's hard finding quality people. And that, <laughs> thank you, Vito, my wonderful producer there in the booth, who is going to keep me um, updated with everybody on the live chat. And I also want to remind you also, I've got some juicy um, gossip, I guess I should say, about Justin Timberlake. Now, I love me some Justin, so... Um, you know, before you judge, just stay tuned and see what I'm, I'm talking about on that tip. And also, uh, we're going to talk about my do's and don'ts for dating. That's right, Miss Regina's do's and don'ts. So anyway, as I was saying, uh, the thing, my initial thoughts are, it's just really hard finding quality people that you match up with. But, you know, they're out there somewhere, but I'm not sure if we're finding them on blind date this season. But you you know what I say? I want to stay optimistic and let's see what happens as we progress through the show, through each episode, starting with episode five. And here are my initial thoughts and notes on this couple, Gabrielle and Sean. Well, they were really a great-looking couple. They were adorable to me. Um, she was beautiful, and he was handsome. Uh, the thing that I found um, that I liked right off the bat, besides them being a nice-looking couple, and I think they had a great chemistry, was I liked their date. They got uh, started their date off doing some fitness. And since I'm a fitness professional, okay, anything that's like fitness and um, just really improving your body and your overall health, I'm all into. And on top of that, she um, has some self-defense classes in there, too. So I really like their date off the bat. So some of the notes that I uh, jotted down was 
Gabrielle, first off, she was honest. She is looking for a man with some moolah, with some money. So I don't know if you would call her a gold digger or not. What do you say on the live chat? Would you call? <laughs> By the way, the live chat does say to watch out for those narcissistic people because they match people who are each other's red flags, says Amy Weave and uh, Bev Peffer. Oh, well, lovely. Keep it coming, ladies. Keep it coming, y'all, on that live chat. I like to hear that, and I agree with that. Yeah, they definitely, I guess, put people against each other, narcissistic people, and it's definitely a lot of those on this show. But anyway, moving along with Gabrielle and live chat, once again, chime in. Um, do you think it was good for her to say up front that she, you know, wanted a man with money? And so she was like coming off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Really materialistic. So do you think that's fair to anybody that um, is being set up on a date with Gabrielle that the first thing she's probably going to look for is how much money the guy has or what kind of job? Which she was cool with Sean because he had a good job and she felt like he had a little class and some money to spend on her. But Sean was a little reserved when it came to that because he wasn't really <laughs> putting himself in a position of feeling like uh, he's going to be uh, a sugar daddy or whatever, you know, just throwing out dollars here and there. But we'll see. I mean, as things moved on, they seemed to get along pretty good on their date. And let me go to my notes here. Oh, one thing that really stuck out for me with Gabrielle and ladies, let me know what you think. She had this rule that she had to date a guy nine times, go on a date nine different times before having sex with the guy or even thinking about having sex with the guy. So me personally, I thought that was a pretty good rule because I'm definitely against having sex with anybody on the first date, the second date, the third date. Mm, I don't know about the third date. It just depends on where you take me and if you romance me enough. By the way, Amy said this about an earlier point, but I think it also applies here. Nothing wrong with being upfront about your boundaries and stuff like that or about what you're looking for in the relationship. I think that's what she was talking about. I earlier. like that, Emmy. Yeah. And, yeah. And Lawrence Falk says, yeah, I won't even go to the club with no one. Uh, really? Dating is expensive. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> oh, my God. Dating is expensive. I you agree. You guys are off the chain on this live uh, chat. I love it. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, guys. There's nothing wrong with setting boundaries and being up front uh, when you go out on a date with somebody. And uh, now, come on. Who was that? Lauren saying she doesn't even go to the club? 
Yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence said I Lawrence won't even go to the club. Lawrence or Lauren? It's. It looks like it's Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh, Folk Lawrence. The okay, hello, Lawrence. Yeah. We got a guy. Wonderful. He, he won't go to a club because dating is expensive. Uh, going to clubs, the cover charges in LA especially are really expensive. They in are. My opinion. That's but true. It depends on what you're looking for. If yeah. it's just a date with somebody, I don't know if I would specifically go to the club with them necessarily. Okay. Like at least the first date. Like I feel like that's more of like mm-hmm. a coffee shop. Okay. Or like, like Starbucks. Like that. Yeah, just like something easy, something uh-huh. public, you know? Well, you know what? I'm not opposed to going to the club because it's an open space. It's out in the public. Not that Starbucks is. Definitely. But, uh, um, it's okay if you meet up Very true. and say, let's just meet for a drink. And so that way, of course, you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, when I go to a club and when I was out there single, if I met a guy at a club on a date or anything like that, and he didn't offer to buy me my first drink, I cut that date short. I was out of there. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so no, I mean, I know a lot of young people nowadays feel like it's like um, a level playing field. But see, to me, it's all about chivalry. Chivalry never goes out of style, ladies. Let a man treat you good, honey. And you know what? You deserve it. And definitely don't settle for less. Expect that. Lawrence, on that topic, also mentioned your body is a temple. Save the goodies for later with a stronger chemistry I to take you Lawrence. to the moon. I love Lawrence. You are thinking like yeah. me. Yes. Amy, Amy wanted to chime in saying, my brother went to a club, met a girl, and offered if she wanted to bounce for some fast food, which is an interesting take. Instead of, instead of staying at the club, going and just getting food. Yeah. Go to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the Golden Arches, right? Yeah. I'm not mad. Fine date. <laughs> okay. So moving on. So I, I take it that we all agree setting our boundaries, and it was nothing wrong with Gabrielle stating that she has a nine-date rule, but I think she kind of um, let that go a little bit as the date progressed and she got to – uh, know Sean a little more and be more comfortable with him. And, of course, the alcohol always helps you loosen up a bit, right? So, but anyways, um, these guys seem perfectly matched for each other, and it will be interesting to see what happens and if they will go on a second date. So we'll get into maybe some predictions with these guys. So let's move on to our second couple, shall we? Our second couple, ah, they were a bit dull to me. Uh, They were, let's see, Michaela and Taylor, the frat boy, yes. And so Michaela was really sweet. Her job is like dressing up like a Disney princess at parties, and that's cool, you know. And... um, Taylor is a frat boy who really likes to party. Now, the thing I didn't like about their date is um, they went into this uh, contest where he was challenging her to a beer bong or something. And, like, she said she never done anything like that before. But he wound up getting her to do it anyway. So I feel like if you... um, 
say to a person or knowing yourself that there's certain things or limits that you have that you won't do? I don't care who it is. I need. I think you need to really stick to your guns and not uh, cross your own boundary. I mean, if I don't like, for say, if I don't like a certain type of alcohol or put it like this, if I go out on a date and I say, okay, I'm limiting my drinks. I'm only going to have two drinks because maybe after two drinks, I know that I might get a little more comfortable than I want to be on a first date, then I am not going to go past that two drink limit. What do you think? I definitely agree. I think especially with like kind of right now, the environment that women are in most of the time, in the dating scene is super dangerous, even sober. Mm-hmm. I, I like, it is so important for women to have the boundaries and like even more for like the men that are dating them to respect the boundaries, which by the way, Lawrence Falk also wanted to uh, hashtag peer pressure is wrong. I 100% agree, especially with like, like doing a beer bong or something like that that's so extreme with alcohol mm-hmm. can cause so many issues. Right. And you don't want that on any date. I don't want that ever when I go out. Yeah. So if I'm not comfortable doing something like that and somebody is pressuring me into doing that, yeah. automatically I will not further trust that. I person. don't think, yeah, that's the person for you. If you uh, meet somebody for the first time that's getting you to uh, immediately let down your guard, that's saying a lot about you. And um, one thing, too, out the gate, I didn't like about their date because the first part of the date, they met in a biscuit shop where they were making biscuits. And she had on this beautiful dress. And I thought she was just not um, dressed appropriately for that type of date. And actually, he was pretty goofy. Because he put a uh, flower on her dress, on her face, and that kind of thing. And my thing is, on a first date, know your limits. Don't put your hand in my face. <laughs> Definitely don't put some kind of flower or whatever on my clothes. Respect that my clothes cost money, and they cost money to clean as well. And if I'm wearing this nice, pretty dress for you, then you should appreciate it by helping, you know, what I'm saying, appreciate it. I went out of my way for you. Absolutely. Did she know that it was that first date was going to be like at a bakery? No, I don't think so because I think she was really caught off guard because she wasn't dressed right. Yeah, I guess it I'm well, is the concept that it was a blind date? Did she not know the concept? That's hard. Well, I think some of them from what I'm gathering is, you know, they probably fill out a questionnaire or they get in an interview with the producers and they probably ask them, what do you like? What don't you like? And I'm sure based on the show and making it a little more um, produced, well, where the dates are surprised, maybe a little surprised about, oh. You're bringing me here. And some of them were. So I think to give it that shock value where it's um, real, you know, uh, not planned as much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they want to make it a surprise so that it's not only better television, but possibly better. Exactly. So, um, you know, I just think um, the biscuit making was a bit much. I don't need (laughs) I don't like biscuits that much anyways to be doing anything like that. But. As we move on, I would like to reach out to our viewers right now. 
And thank you all for your support of After Buzz TV, guys. You know we could not do it without your support. We really appreciate you viewing all the time and going on YouTube and uh, giving us the thumbs up and subscribing to our channel, as well as going on iTunes and giving us a five-star rating. And guys... Truthfully speaking, we love it when you leave comments and also engage us in the live chats. And I personally uh, look at all your comments and I, depending on how good they are, I respond back. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I respond back to all of your comments regardless, as long as they are relevant and, you know, they're good for the show. All right. How about that? So anyway, thanks, guys, for being our viewers. And by the way, talking about our viewers in the chat. So we have Amy is still talking. We've got Mm -hmm. Lawrence Falk. Shout out to Lawrence Falk II. Shout out to Black Mamba, who is also in the chat. Uh, Lawrence does say apparently at one point they had two Long Island iced teas and fell asleep at the bar, but quickly woke up embarrassed and exited stage left immediately. Know your limits with age. You can't party like a rock star at 40. And also, uh, Lawrence says they love AfterBuzz. Thank you so much for joining us, Lawrence. Black Mamba also says, if somebody put flour on my clothes or on my face, there would be no second date. (laughs) I absolutely agree, especially if it was something I spent so much money on. Right, exactly. So very good, Lawrence and Black Mamba. I think she was... uh on the live chat last week. So thanks for coming back. So now we're going to move on to our next uh, set of couples. And uh, the first couple was Christina. And Christina stood out because she had pink hair. And she loves Vikings. So she likes those big buff guys with a big long beard and she says tattoos galore are you know she loves it the more tattoos the better and her date her prince charming was joe a stand-up comedian who i thought was absolutely loopy and goofy and (laughs) she she was a a good sport with this one and so their date even though i'm into fitness guys i don't want to go on a CrossFit for my first date because because CrossFitting is no joke. We all know that. And definitely, I don't want to flip tires. So um, I did not like their date. I don't feel like I've got it. As much as I like fitness, being a fitness professional, I don't uh, really feel like my first date needs to be uh, real hot and sweaty. <laughs> before we really get to know each other or meet each other and be in our best attire. So I don't know, but it, it's all good. It's whatever floats your boat. They clean up afterwards, so that's good. But anyways, on this date, um, Joe said he was the world's biggest pervert. And Wait, was that a self-description? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why I teased it. Who does that? Who says that? I mean, to me, that would be a turnoff. You're the world's biggest pervert. So, you know, 
then there's no limit to what you've done or what you might do in your sex life. So that would be a turnoff for me right then and there. But anyways, these guys, you know, they, um, she was, she was pretty good in dealing with him. She was patient and she, you know, went along for the ride and all that. But I just think totally, um, they, they were pretty much a boring couple to me. So I didn't really want to spend, um, a whole lot of time. And I think they came up, this couple, they came up with the strangest line to me was, um, when he said, I, or she told him, I want to be closer to your sweat. That is the worst thing I have ever I know. heard. That is not good. I know. So I was like, wow, that is kind of kinky. So anyways, I'm not going to spend too much more time on these guys. Um, yeah, they were in the sauna. She grabbed his towel and put it up to her face, and she really got off on that towel. So what can I say? It'll be interesting to see if anything. Thing, um, go comes becomes of this date. Amy says, by the way, he said he was the biggest perv. She was like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then let's move on to couple number two. Now, I got to tell you, this guy was totally annoying to me. Totally annoying. So um, they were Troy, and he was uh, the guy. And after... Uh, he worked in uh, optometry or whatever. But anyway, Nikki was a flight attendant and a comedian. And so the thing about these two is they were different heights. She was taller than he was. Okay, she's like about 5'9", he was 5'6". And he was totally annoying out of the gate. He kept trying to make jokes and out-joke her. And she's the comedian, and his jokes were just absolutely corny and silly. And he was immature and really rude. And I thought she was, like, really um, more of a mature woman. And so, for me, a guy like that being on a date with him is just going to uh, make me pretty much have a short fuse, excuse me, and want to, I think I need some water. <laughs> That's okay. I can talk. Um, White Beauty says real quick, nasty to each their own. Um, and we've got a, f- a few people talking about the pool scene with Teak and Joe saying they really enjoyed it. Uh, Yeah, the pole scene. Yeah, they turned each other upside down. Yeah, swung on the pole. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, but that's cool. You know, it was fun. Uh, the thing about Troy and Nikki... Um, that I really didn't like about Troy. Okay. You don't ask a black woman, if you don't know this by now, you'll know it today. Don't ask a black woman about her hair. <laughs> Especially if she's wearing a weave. And so he was a, a real smart ass by asking her something about is she going to take her weave off or whatever. And I thought that was... Uh, so rude why insult her you know or he asked her was it a wig whatever but the point is why do that 
why insult somebody like that? I mean, she was a really nice looking woman and I thought she actually was too good for him. But this is where they totally, um, these two did not match at all. And to me, they were pretty much the worst couple. So, um, do we have anybody on the live chat that agrees with that or so uh Lawrence says that uh oh Black Mama says it was very tacky of him and I 100% agree with that like that is the one of the most tone deaf things I think you could say on a first date, especially mm-hmm. with a black woman. And uh, White Beauty says, "Preach it, girl! You don't ask about a black woman's hair or touch it." <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, just by default, like that is probably the worst idea. Honestly, just touching anybody like out of consent in that sense, just don't do that. Like, talk to them first. Let them feel comfortable around you. Right, exactly. And I think Nikki being a comedian, <laughs> she she came back and she made the comment like, uh, you don't talk about a black woman's hair and yo, your mama probably got the same wig. So <laughs> that's pretty so, funny. <laughs> yeah, that was like a real shady moment right then and there. So um and the other thing was like he was like totally like so um judgmental and like he's like wanting to change her and everything like that so he definitely just was not a good date and when she got to the hot tub with him that killed it and I was so glad she got up out of that hot tub and she walked off and she said that he wasn't funny he wasn't smart enough to appreciate her humor and um she walked out. I don't blame her. It was a horrible day. And I agree with that. And so um, there we have it. So right now what I want to do is get to my do's and don'ts special segment. Sorry about that. I heard that as news. Oh, it's okay. It's just and do's and don'ts. And then we'll run into news after that. So do's and don'ts. Well, guys, we we just talked about it for black women in particular. But I would say women, uh, pretty much all women, because um, as women, we like to wear hair pieces and we like to mix it up and look glamorous or whatever. Uh, You know, and I just think uh, as a man, you don't touch a woman's hair, especially a woman you don't know and you're not intimate with, especially on a first date. You don't ask her if it's her hair or not. That's extremely rude. And, um, you know, I just think it's so important to remember always how your mom raised you, right? You don't want to, um, you wouldn't want anybody saying anything rude or doing anything rude to your mom or saying anything out of the way to your mom. So I think and feel that when you um, go out, because I'm assuming that uh, as a woman and as a mom myself, I raised my son to be a gentleman. And I'm sure you guys out there, most of you, for the most part, were raised to be gentlemen. So when you go on dates with a young woman or whomever, 
Remember the first golden rule of going out on a date is to treat each other with respect and treat that person like you want to be treated. So what do you think, Vito? I, uh, as I said before, I kind of 100% agree. I think you shouldn't touch anybody out of consent, just in general. And I think it's weird with men a lot because uh, there's this kind of, like, sense of, like, almost dominance that that inherently comes in a sense with masculinity right. sometimes yes so like they think it's okay for them to do whatever they want oh when, gosh like i think one of the best rules that i've ever been mm-hmm. told and obviously this doesn't apply to everything but like when you are dating a woman like never treat her really any differently than you would treat any woman in your family like your mom give, your give mom. them the respect that they deserve mm-hmm. because there is no reason to treat them as though they are any less yeah. than somebody that you respect your mostly. sister absolutely and i think a lot of times especially now <clears throat> excuse me with social media and these dating apps and things uh, people put too much information on there, and sometimes be careful with that, guys, because that can make the person that's looking at your profile have a different picture of you in their head. Yeah. And so you really don't want to come off as, like, being somebody that's easy or sleazy or anything like that. Well, I mean, some people might want to, but... Most yeah, like the guy don't. that said it, he was the biggest perv. <laughs> yeah, right. By uh, the way, Lauren says your mom and dad taught you better than to be rude and gullible. And White Beauty says golden rule, treat someone the way you want to be treated. That goes for every person in life, not just dates. That's right. I 100% I agree. I agree. Treat people the way you want to be treated with respect. And so... Uh, that's my do's and don'ts, Miss Regina's do's and don'ts. And so thank you guys for um, the live chat. You are awesome and amazing. You have some really great wisdom. I love it. And so speaking of uh, do's and don'ts, the other don't that I was going to say, and then I'm going to go into news, is uh, don't drink so much alcohol on a date. Be careful of that. Because uh, you want to have all your senses, you know, because this is a stranger you're out with. And the other thing, I was listening part of the news, uh, you know, a lot of people get too hammered and then they get into a ride share, a Uber or a Lyft. And man, the numbers are like really uh, mind blowing about how many people have been sexually assaulted taking an Uber or Lyft because they were intoxicated. So be careful with too much alcohol. And that leads me to the news. news. So as I teased earlier in the show, my favorite Justin Timberlake is in the news. And this is my celebrity gossip news show. The former NSYNC member broke his silence about the scandal uh, that's been on social media and in the news uh, recently on Instagram about his holding hands with his co-star, Elisa Wainwright. So Timberlake went on to explain that the controversial photos of he and his co-star holding hands uh, was like, 
a big lapse in judgment for him. And he wanted uh, to be clear and apologize to his wife, Jessica Beale, actress Jessica Beale, and his four-year-old son, Silence, by saying a few weeks ago, I displayed a strong lapse in judgment. But let me be clear, nothing happened between me and my co-star, he wrote. I drank way too much that night, and I regret my behavior. I should have known better. This is not the example I want to set for my son. I have to apologize to my amazing wife and family for putting them through such an embarrassing situation. And I am focused on being the best husband and father I can be. And that was it. And so, uh, Justin, thank you. We appreciate it. You didn't have to share that with the public, but you did. And so uh, I'm sure from here on out, he's going to watch his alcohol. Like he said, guys, he drank too much. So I accept that. And then uh, I want to say that his co-star, Elisa Wainwright said uh, through uh, her rap on uh, Us Weekly that there was no validity to the romance rumors, adding they are working on a project together, and that's it. So, what do you think, guys? Should he have blamed it on the alcohol? Or, you know, we've all gotten to that point where... We drank too much, but I mean, when do you have that lapse of judgment? Should you always know, especially if you're married in a in a committed relationship? I don't think you should hold anybody's hand. I don't care how much you've had to drink, but I can understand that if you have had too much to drink, you can't have a lapse of judgment. What do you think? In that mentions, by the way, Lawrence says that we all make mistakes, learn, grow, and move on. And in a way, I kind of agree. Look, life is complicated. You're going to make mistakes. And even though I agree that you should be careful, especially when you're married and in a committed relationship, if mistakes as small as that happen, because it could have been much bigger, that's a different topic, though. Um, learn from it, grow from it, move on. It seems like he was forgiven by his wife and things are moving Well, forward. we hope so. I hope so as well. He might be in a doghouse for yeah, a while, but yeah, that's all right. It's know. all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ate crow, right? He fessed up. So with that being said, I think I'm going to make a prediction. After Buzz TV predictions. Well, I predicted that... Um, Couple number one, Gabrielle and Sean were so cute together and had such great chemistry that they were going to take their date to the next level as far as having another date outside of the television cameras. And so I was right. It is reported that, um, well, I'm not quite right yet. They're talking about having that second date. And I'm really shocked, though, that they didn't have a second date. But, uh, We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But if anybody in the live chat, if you have a prediction about one of these couples, speak now or forever hold your peace. (laughs) Does anybody have a prediction? It looks like nobody yet, but remember, guys, that you can put in the comments below. And Regina, as she said before, will absolutely look at them. Actually, it looks like White Beauty says what's in the dark will come to light. Ooh, I love that, White Beauty. Ooh, you think 
like me. Yes, <laughs> yes. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. And I want to tell you that I'm going to do a double show back to back. So if you want to stay tuned and retune, we will be heading on to our next 9, 10, 11, and 12. So stay with me if you can. Otherwise, I will see you next Sunday at 2 p.m. here on the Blind Date After Show. And you can find me on Instagram at Regina Coles and also on Twitter at Regina Coles. So thank you all, the live chat. I love you guys. Thanks so much. And we'll be talking soon. Bye-bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.